You are listening to Power Talk with Dr. Norman Thomas, sponsored by New Life Church International, a church for all nations. You see, as we plan for success, it would be to our detriment if we try to succeed without God, and more specifically, without the wisdom of God. And so tonight, I'm calling this the pursuit of wisdom in planning for our success. And I want to use as a scripture to start things with is James chapter 1, verse 5. Now I'm reading this from the common, I think it's called a common English version, the CEV, and it says it like this. If you have need, no, it says, if any of you need wisdom, you should ask God and it will be given you. God is generous and he won't correct you for asking. Now I want to read that in the Amplified Bible Translation. It's James 1 and 5, and here's what it says. If any of you is deficient in wisdom, let him ask of the giving God who gives to everyone liberally and ungrudgingly without reproaching, without fault finding, and he will give it wisdom to you. So God is interested in you having wisdom. It's to your benefit and quite frankly, it is to God's benefit that you have his wisdom for your life so that you can accomplish, complete, uh, achieve, pursue the very things that God has planned for you. You can't do it without his wisdom. How can you pursue his will without his wisdom? So when we talk about the wisdom of God, what are we actually talking about? Well, you know the answer to that. You know what I'm going to say, right? It's the Word of God. It's God's Word spoken. It's God's Word revealed to us. His Word spoken to us. His Word revealed to us. Now, that's inclusive of reading the Bible because God speaks to you as you read, but more importantly, as you meditate His, His Word as well. So I have an opening paragraph that I like to read and it's found, these notes are available to you as usual on our website. You can download them on your device. But I say the key to any degree of sustainable success in life will be directly proportionate to the measure of godly wisdom that is functioning in your heart and mind. That's key. Now, it's one thing to know about God's wisdom, but it's another thing to function in his wisdom. So to the degree that you function in that wisdom, then sustainable success. I'm not talking about momentary, temporary success, a success moment here, a success moment there. Now we'll take all we can get and those are good. I grant you that. But if you want sustainable success, then it, that's going to come proportionate to the measure of godly wisdom that you allow your heart and your mind to receive and to operate in. Then I go on to say that worldly wisdom cannot be compared to that of godly wisdom. So sometimes people get caught up with worldly wisdom and mistaking it for godly wisdom. Just because you know something by expertise or you know something by education or degree or you know something by skill doesn't necessarily mean that it's representative of God's plan and God's purpose for you. It doesn't mean that that's God's wisdom operating through you because worldly wisdom is limited, conditional, and temporal at its best, meaning just temporary, momentary. 
but the benefits of godly wisdom is immeasurable. So there are no limits to godly wisdom in terms of what it can do, what it can produce, and where it can take you in life. Now I want to read another scripture that it's, it's, we're going to flow from this one right into the one that's on your handout. But this one is not on your handout. It is Proverbs 4, but it starts at verse 7 because it directly deals with your personal success in life. Okay? Did you know God is interested in your personal success in life? He's not just interested in you being super spiritual. I mean, that is the baseline. That is the core, being spiritual. But that spiritual should translate to everyday life success. If it's not translating to your everyday life success, then something's wrong with your being spiritual because there's no such thing as God making you spiritual without giving you the success that correlates with it in everyday life. So there's got to be a connection. If there's not a translation or a manifestation of everyday life success as a response to your spiritual fortitude, then something's wrong. So there's a lot of people out there that are super spiritual, but they have no life success. Something's wrong with that. And we need to look at that and go back to the word of God to make sure there's a connection going on. But here in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 8, it's talking about wisdom in Proverbs 4. And it says, exalt her. Or the Amplified says, uh, prize her. Prize wisdom highly. What does that mean? Make wisdom important to you. Make your pursuit of wisdom important. And he says, and she will promote you. Now, we can easily connect promotion to success, right? Well, it says that wisdom will promote you and that wisdom will bring you to honor when you embrace her. Embracing means to receive it and to believe it. The Amplified says, yes, she will exalt you, promote you, bring you to honor when you embrace her. It says the same thing. So now, if we stay right there in Proverbs 4, we'll hit my first point here tonight. Godly wisdom produces sustainable success. Sometimes people suffer so much, they just take and are satisfied with momentary, temporary success. They just think, I'll just take what I can get, when I can get it, and when I experience it, I'm, I'm all right with that. But God doesn't want you living by momentary, temporary success. He wants it to be a part of your mainstay. He wants it to be the, the main thing in your life that you experience his will and purpose for your life, which translate into your personal life success. Now, we may have to take an eraser and erase on the big board all the things that the world has taught us to associate with success. Now, we know having lots of money, that's a good thing. Everybody's happy when they have money. Having a nice house, a nice car, all the material things of life, there's nothing wrong with having fine and nice things. But nice material things alone does not equate to your personal success. Because as you know and as you've seen, and some of you as you've even experienced, you can have nice things, but that doesn't mean you're going to keep them. That doesn't mean that they're, that they're going to be sustainable throughout your life. And what happens when they disappear? They disappear like a vapor, 
and then you don't have the same joy or the same excitement or the same happiness as you did when you had them. People who build their lives on material things tend to suffer greatly when those material things are not within their reach. But if you build your life on spiritual things that produces material things, not only will you have joy and have peace, but even the material side of your life will be more sustainable over the duration of your lifetime. And that's what you want. So it says, I say here that godly wisdom produces sustainable success. And so Proverbs chapter 4, just moving on down to verse 10. I'm going to read verses 10, 11, and 12 in the Amplified Bible. Here's what it says. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings. So right there, the sayings of God, which is the word of God, he's associating that with his wisdom. He says, and if you will hear and receive my sayings, the years of your life shall be many. You know, many times in the world's way of thinking, we believe that we have to do certain things to live long. And so we pursue the world's idea of longevity. God says, longevity in life begins with me. It begins with my word. It begins with my wisdom that when you hear my wisdom, receive my wisdom, it will produce longevity in life. But let me keep reading. Verse 11, it says, I've taught you in the way of skillful and godly wisdom, which is comprehensive insight into the ways and the purposes of God. That, that means all knowing. That means all knowledge. That means you get to know everything you need to know about God's will for your life and God's plans for your life. It goes on to say, I have led you in paths of uprightness, talking about wisdom. When you walk, your steps shall not be hampered. Your path will be clear and open. And when you run, you shall not stumble. So he's, he's speaking to your life movement, to your movement in life and the pursuit of things that God sets before you. He says, I'll put you on a path. And because you have my wisdom, you, you will not be hampered. You will not stumble in pursuit of the things that I set before you because you are moving in accordance to the wisdom that I have given you. So my notes here says, wisdom found in God's word is sustainable and it provides longevity in life because it gives you direct access to the perfect will of God for you. Wisdom clears the path for you to walk in complete confidence that you're going the right way and that you're doing the right thing. Now, I'm going to tell you from a personal note, there's nothing better than knowing that you are in the will of God. There's nothing more peaceful, joyful, personal than that, than for you to receive that kind of... Uh, uh, that kind of appreciation, to know that you're walking in the will of God for your life. So when I say you will walk in complete confidence that you are going the right way and doing the right thing, that's what wisdom will do for you. And when you have that sense and you have that sense of direction, you are more inclined to press forward 
and to overcome anything that stands in your way, to, to not be moved by your circumstances and to never, ever quit, but to constantly press and push forward because you're operating by the wisdom of God and that wisdom has shown you a path, has cleared the way for you that, that where you won't be hampered and that you won't be delayed or you won't stumble and you have such confidence that there is no, there's no other option than for what God has for you to manifest in your life. And that is one of the greatest benefits of operating with the wisdom of God. Now, James chapter 4 talks about the absence of this wisdom. Now, this is not on your handout, but I want to go back to James chapter 4 for a second and just talk about what, what life looks like when wisdom is absent. So in James chapter 4, uh, let's see if I can find it here real quick. Oh, I'm in Proverbs. So we go back to James, and what he says is very, very vital. Um, actually, it's, it's uh, James, yeah, it's James chapter 1. So he says, he says, if you lack wisdom, let him ask. That was our opening scripture. And God will give it to you. He won't judge you. He won't hold it back from you. He won't, you know, you don't have to worry about it if you're worthy of wisdom. God, God's like, no, I need you to have it. <laughs> I want you to have it. It's to my advantage that you have wisdom. So God grants you that wisdom. He says in verse 6, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. Don't, because he that wavers is like the wave of the sea tossed and driven by the wind. Let no man think that he will receive anything of God if he thinks that way. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. For more inspiration, visit our YouTube channel at Dr. Norman Thomas.